not going to be the Alabama coach. We're, we're, we're. It'd be Dan Marino, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor in that exact order. What an opportunity to play, and the Jets have given me an opportunity to play. I put a Lindo Mari up there before I like Ricky Williams. Just before Dolphins training camp this past July, he turned his back on all of it and ruined the Dolphins' entire season. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Well, hurting is definitely up there, upset, pissed off, aggravated. I think every negative verb that I could think of right now is what I'm cur currently coursing through my body as this game is wrapping up as a two-minute warning right now. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the Better Fin Fans podcast post-game reaction show. As always, I am the Bearded Fanatic. That is my co-host, the Battered Fan CEO himself, Danny. How are we doing today, sir? Uh, I'm, is there a more annoying coach to look at than Nick Sirianni? I don't know why his face just frustrates me. Very punchable face. Very yeah, punchable face. He, he just, I don't know if it's, he looks arrogant. There's something about him that I just can't stand. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously not well. That was a, that was a crappy game for sure. Um, I, Before we get to the, to the elephant in the room, I'll, I'll say this. When you look at this game, outside of that one big-ass elephant, and you look at it. Tua going into the second half, 13 of 16, 100-plus yards, touchdown, no turnovers. Raheem Mostert, which we thought was was getting uh, tough sledding against his front seven of the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, and it showed right away Hassan Reddick just blew him up, I think, like three times in the first half. Uh, Tyreek Hill having a Tyreek Hill game. Uh, finishes, well, currently um, has 11 catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Still on pace to those uh, 2,300 yards that um, we were talking about on Thursday when we previewed this show. Outside of that elephant in the room, Danny, I look at this game, and it's we both scored three points in the first quarter. Uh, we scored seven points in the second. They scored 14. We both scored a touchdown in the third. And then in the fourth quarter, obviously, the Eagles are back on the board again. But outside of that, I say that both teams were pretty, pretty much evenly matched. What say you? Um, honestly, I felt like the Eagles moving the ball pretty well. Yeah. Um, but we expected that. We weren't sure how good the Dolphins defense would look. And I thought that the offense had a hard time get, getting going, but that was understandable because especially when, when, uh, when, when went down with that injury, mm -hmm. I was like, this is not good because Eichenberg already at center was having tough sledding with, with Jordan Davis and, and Jalen that's, that's, that's putting it very politely, by the way. Yeah, tough man. sledding. And, that's great. And, yeah, and, and we're always tough on, on Eichenberg, but even no matter who it was, those two big boys in the middle for the Eagles make anybody look bad. So I felt bad for him, but the fact that he went down and then you have your left guard go down, it's just it, it was a tough game. So I think it took a little while to get going, but I thought towards the end of the second quarter, obviously, that beautiful touchdown pass where Tyreek Hill literally outran double coverage. Like he literally, literally just ran literally. past yeah double coverage and everybody wants to give Tyree kill all the credit on that play. But the fact that, that um, Tua has the touch to find them right there in that left corner, like it, it's a beautiful combo, but uh, no, I did think that the dolphins offense did look uh, very stale. The first half had a hard time getting going. And um, you know, but with all things considered, the fact that they were facing injuries in the offensive line, the fact mm -hmm. that they took a while for their offense to get going, Mm -hmm. They still look like they were they were in the game. They were in the game. Well, I, I saved this banner until the, the game was officially over to go ahead and post it. You haven't seen it, but here it is. 
Dolphins lose to the Philadelphia referees um, on Sunday night football today. And yeah, yeah, I'm going to be petty about it because I think that the Philadelphia Eagles, having watched them as closely as I did last week, because obviously the New York Jets played them. Mm -hmm. This team is far from perfect. This team is far from perfect. And the fact that they played 48 minutes of football and not got one single damn penalty called against them out of the multitude of examples that not just myself, that a lot of people were putting Josh Moser, shout out to Josh Moser. He was at the game and he was consistently posting pictures of the missed calls. Uh, Travis Wingfield of uh, Drive Time with uh, the Drive Time podcast for the Miami Dolphins. He was posting Danny Gunny Gumby, our boy. Mm-hmm. New York Jets fan posting how blatantly, how many blatant missed calls there were during this game. Now, would I have felt better if some if the referee if the referees did call some penalties against the Eagles? One hundred percent. I probably wouldn't have been bitching about about it because remember when we got slacked well, as much, right? When we got slacked by the Buffalo Bills and we did that post game, I didn't fucking complain. I took it on the chin, and I think most Dolphin fans did as well because they beat us outright. They didn't have any outside assistance. And what I was texting you during the game was, if we lose to the Philadelphia Eagles and we lose to them, like, handedly, or even in a close game, but they earned it, you won't hear one peep out of me. But this game was blatantly, blatantly being ran by the referees because even when something would potentially go our way, the referees were like, no, 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 not today. And Danny, at the end of the day, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to be petty about this. We lost to a good team, mm-hmm. right? We lost to a good team, but they definitely had some help. No, definitely. Which, which of all those did you think was the most blatant? The pass interference call. The pass interference, the pass interference call was 100%. Not the roughing the passer? Oh, whoa. First, sir, if that's roughing the passer, well, I'm, I'm saying def- what, what, what's what's the most blatant one? That's what I'm asking. Which one do you I, think was the most blatant? I, I think that the blatant was the pass interference ones because the roughing the passer, you know how they take care of quarterbacks nowadays. You know how. They, so if you want to argue with me that that is a roughing the passer, I'm like, all right. In today's NFL, I may agree with you. Okay. Now, if that's a roughing the passer, the next time I see you, I'm going to give you that same exact shove. I want to see you flop. <laughs> I want to see you flop the way Jalen Hurts flapped on that call. But mm-hmm. nonetheless. The pass interference call, you could clearly see Chris Collinsworth called it. Fingers in the mask, yanked before the ball got there. That was obviously a pass interference. I mean, I don't know if it was that blatant where his fingers were in the mask, but he definitely did make contact with the mask. Uh, I, I did wait, think wait, that wait, it was. Real, real quick, uh-huh. Lord Vaughn, agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. There were multiple calls, not egregious by any means, but there were a bunch of missed calls. Yes, the pass interference was 100% the most, for me, the most blatant one. Well, and and the, the reason I asked is because I, I, if you would have said roughing the passer, I would have said there's so many times that they make those calls and 100%. it's frustrating. So yeah. I am 100% behind you with what you said. I think the face mask was the most blatant. But outside of that, a lot of the, the calls on the Dolphins were false starts, for example, offsides. Mm. And and, and that, that was, unfortunately, those were like self-inflicted wounds. Now the Eagles should have gotten some calls on, the, uh, on them also. The only one that I could think of that they did get, which actually wasn't even a penalty, was when they went for, I think it was the very first brotherly shove play yeah. where it was offsetting calls, right? Because yeah. the Everybody Dolphins lined up. Right. Right, right, and, right. And then when you look at the line, the, the Eagles. It was really just weren't. us. Right. right. It was just us. But, but they called it on the Eagles anyway, but they went ahead and they just ran the play over again. But yeah, I'm with you. I started looking it up and I wanted to see what was, 
in the NFL, who is the least penalized team? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this is difficult to see because at this point in the season, now not every team has played the same amount of games. Correct. But of the teams that have played seven games, the Eagles have the least amount of penalties called on them. And when you count, when you count the teams that have only played six games, like all the teams all together, the Eagles are in fifth place. They're in fifth place for least amount of penalties called on them. So they, you know, I don't want to say that the refs want them to win because nobody cares about Philly. So I don't want to say that the refs go ahead and, and are trying to make them uh, play better. But they do get the benefit of the doubt quite a bit. And um, and it shows when you're the, the fifth least penalized team in the NFL. I'll tell you this. I'm not shitting on the Eagles and and – Shout out to you, Lord Vaughn. And listen, that's what we do. We're we're gonna say we're gonna tell it how it is. We're not gonna scapegoat. We both uh, previewed this show, and if you want to go back and watch it, we both knew that it was gonna be a good game. We both said the Eagles were a tough test. We give t- other teams that deserve their flowers their flowers. We do that consistently on this show. But when you have a team as good as the Eagles, Danny, the last thing you the last thing you need is any form of assistance by any outside power that could control the outcome of the game and the NFL referees. And it's not just against us. There is a litany of teams in the NFL that could tell you, hey, the referees screwed us out of this game. Oh, it happens like, every week. Every right. game. every Literally every team that lost today, I promise you, you can talk to that fan base and they'll be like, yeah, the rush fucked up with this call or that call. Because you know sometimes it could be horrible uh, referee calling throughout the whole sure. game. And then you're still in the game. And then guess what? You throw a pick at the end. Well, guess what? You didn't lose because of the NFL officiating. You lost because of that ref throwing that pick at the end of the game. This wasn't it. I felt like this game was out of our hands after that. After we came out and we had to punt the ball away um, as soon as we came out of the um, second half. For me, the game was already getting away at that point because, again, the Eagles are a good team. But I'm with Gloria, man. I feel like we should have won this game. And back it up, bitch podcast. I agree with you, man. I, I agree. We did lose plain and simple. And, again, Outside of the referees, I have no excuse because A.J. Brown, we knew with X not being in there, and regardless of what Danny says, regardless of what Danny says about X, if X is in there, some of those broken plays that Jalen Hurts was getting to those uh, to those uh, wide receivers, Danny, when you have a veteran presence back there in Eli Apple, Eli fucking Apple, I don't want to curse, but Eli Apple, every single time a referee, a, a referee, Jesus, look, I can't even stop saying referees, every single time <laughs> a wide receiver, Caught a ball or a tight end caught a ball. Guess who was five yards behind that said person? Mother loving Eli Apple. But I digress. Danny, we lost to a good team, but they definitely had some help. I, I this will probably be, I think, the only game I actually get away with saying that. <laughs> I don't you well, you know me, you know me, Gloria. I don't like to curse. I don't, but <laughs> this game. Go ahead, Danny. Uh, no, I, I, what, back to um, uh, the Back It Up podcast, Pinch podcast said. He said he wants to get the, the rugby play out of the I, – I think that they That's might. Fair. That's fair. Next That's fair. year, I think they might. They're not going to do it in the middle of the season, right? They figured out something that works, and they're going to let it ride as long as, it, as they're successful with it. And I think next year – because that has to like be an injury risk. The way that all those bodies are collapsing over each other every time they do that, like I would assume that this isn't going to keep flying. But for this year – it's going to keep happening. So be ready if you play against the Eagles. I think the Eagles, and again, shout out to Lord Vaughn as an Eagles fan being here and uh, watching the show. Lord Vaughn, I think that your Eagles in the NFC 
I, I don't know about Danny. For me, it's definitely Eagles Niners NFC Championship game. That's still kind of how I see it. I still think the Eagles and the Niners are the teams to beat in the NFC. So 100%, I would love to run it back in the Super Bowl. Uh, but we we got a few obstacles in the AFC. I know that we talked about, you know, the Dolphins really not beating anybody on Thursday when we were previewing the show. Danny, like I said, I think we were in this game and showed that we can compete with a good team. I think we did that today. But um, alas, it, 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 it's an L, right? We're 5-2 and two now. It, it's an L. Well, can we talk about uh, some of the parts of the game that, that I thought were a little weird? Let's do it. How weird was it that you guys got uh, that the Dolphins got called for um, a delay of game on the first play of the game, the first offensive snap of the game? Like I felt like as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh no, that's it!" Like downhill from here, downhill. (laughs) Mentally, they're not there. Like for you to get called on a delay of game on the first offensive snap of the game, I was like, "Oh, this isn't good." And then when AJ Brown scored that touchdown to go up seven points, Mm -hmm. then they get. They had to call a timeout because they were about to get another delay a game when they got the ball back. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I thought that was very uncharacteristic of this offense. It showed you so, glimpses of that Buffalo game last year in yes, the playoffs. Yes. That's yes. what it gave that's what it gave me glimpses of because you figured that as soon as they're coming out to take uh take the field for the first time and they're going through the introduction to Tango Hello, out of Alabama, blah, blah, blah. You figure that usually by the end of that, they're already lined up. Like we were, we were still breaking the huddle at that point. I'm like, all right, something's definitely going on here. And what's what Chris Collinsworth had had a great point where he's like, if you take that long to get out of the huddle for this Dolphins offense, it's you can't do it because you guys, the Dolphins run motion and shift so much that you need like five seconds just for that That's to true. happen. Very so you can't point. like run out of the huddle and and like hike the ball. Now you got to give it a second before. For Tyreek do it from the right to the left and all these other motions and shifts that, that the Dolphins do. Um, so th- that I thought was surprising. Um, and then that fourth down, me and you were going back and forth about it. Yeah. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was stupid. Take mm-hmm. the points. You're down 17 to 10. you got a field goal. It's the third quarter. Take the points. And he went for it on fourth down. Now, I, obviously, it worked out. It worked out, right? It worked out. But come on, man. Like, at this I, point, you know what? Isn't clicking. It surprised me that you had an issue with that because you would have to put it in the hands of, of said person that you don't want to put it in the hands of Mr. Jason Sanders himself. Now, yeah. but that now, was a 20 yarder. Correct. Now, it was like a 30 yarder that he was about to kick, and he's pretty clutch, like we discussed. Inside the 40. Inside the 40? He nails it half the time. Yeah. Do you think maybe the, the win that they were talking about the mid game had, had a mitigating factor to them probably not going for it at that point? I wasn't aware of, of, of anything, yeah. anything about the way so, I, I listened. I watched a lot of the game on mute. So do you, do you remember uh, Justin Bailey's first punt that he kicked it and it literally like backtracked like thirty yards was, more? The, that was the way I thought it was like just a muff punt. Okay. No, no, it was literally just the the, the ball being pushed back and Chris Collinsworth mentioned it, but I don't know if Manny, that was the, Manny, Manny. Does the Bills losing today give you any solace and make today somewhat 100%. bearable? Our, our friend Richard Greenberg from up north Toronto said he's given up on the Bill season already. What's going I, on, the, Richard? Thank you for joining us. The, the <laughs> fact that they were talking about firing Sean McDermott and um, what's what's the offensive coordinator's name? Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. The fact that that wasn't even being talked about on social media blew my <laughs> mind. It blew my mind. The Bills, Listen, they, they lost three games all the last year. They're already four and three this season. Yeah, yeah. So – it obviously it makes me happy, and Richard, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to find happiness in your sorrow, but 
the fact that they shit on my team so much and then give so much praise to the Buffalo Bills, it gives me that much happiness because it's like, hold on. The Buffalo Bills are supposedly Super Bowl favorites, and here they are losing to the one in five New England Patriots. So it's like, come on, come on. I I I gotta I gotta take some happiness from that. Uh <laughs> and and I appreciate just fan jumping on here thanking the the Patriots and the Eagles yeah I, I suppose yeah because that helps us definitely in the in the division so um I I, I thought overall me and Danny both best. me and Danny both right here because our backs lock up all the time and listen whatever whatever they gave Waddle to get him back into that game I needed to I needed to but Danny, nonetheless, we're not going to beat. <laughs> I could I could sit here for forty minutes and just shit on the referees. I don't want to. But when you look at this game, like I mentioned at the beginning of the beginning of the show, uh, is, is there really a big negative takeaway that you when you look at the Dolphins? You're like, you know what? They did this really bad. I can't take uh, one away. I don't have a negative outlook on this game because even the pick two at that point was just trying to make something happen. No, let, let's try to look at the positives. I thought Bradley right. Chubb finally showed up. I thought Bradley oh, Chubb yeah, had he a good did. game. He was in there. He was in yeah. there. He, he was playing well. Uh, uh, Phillips played well. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Kater Kohu, I know people might look at it and think that maybe he didn't play well, but considering his size and the fact that he was the number one receiver on A.J. Brown, I thought oh, he played well. He, yeah. he went in for that blitz on Jalen Hurts, and when he saw he wasn't going to get there, put his hands up, got the deflection that led to the pick six. Yep. So I thought Kater Kohu also should be high rated. Um, Jerome I Baker. There was some positives. Jerome, Jerome Baker. I mean, what? our run defense. Our run defense. What did I say? I said, look, we're giving up I, big I, yards I thought, to everybody. But I thought the Eagles run. Like I told you last week, I told you. I thought yeah. the Eagles run game. I don't know why. I think it's Jalen Hurts that maybe makes it look as good as it does because it didn't impress me last week. And today, I mean, I don't want to take Again, away credit from the Dolphins run defense, but think about it. It didn't look it's, that good. It's the Jets you're talking about. You guys have a stout front seven. And if yeah. you want to take away the front seven, you guys have a stout front four. So it's like yeah. it's it's different to run on you guys. And then you look at the Dolphins who have been letting everyone run on them. And then they show up to this game. And I'm sorry, DeAndre Swift's final numbers here, sir. 15 carries, 62 yards. I'll take it. I'll take it because we've been making everybody else look amazing. So when I look at this game outside of the referees, Danny – I've got nothing to complain about my team. I think my team played a really good game, and they were handicapped by the officiating during this game. Uh, only negatives. I mean, obviously, you couldn't get the run game going, but nobody gets the run game going against the Eagles. Right. They I are the number one de defense against oh, the rush. But yeah. Uh, when they ran out wide, they got a little bit of success at the beginning of that second half, but that didn't last long. Um, yeah, I mean, not, not too many negatives. Um you know what was one one negative that I thought? I thought that the way that they ran that route to the same pylon was it Waddle and, and Mostert where they yes. where, two where the interception third? happened. They, yeah. they, they were they ran to the same. They both ran to the right side of the the, the end zone. I that can't be an of design play. The way that they both arrived there at the same time, and that's what gave uh, who was it? Was it Darius Slay that ended up running under Mostert to get that pick? That was a little weird. Uh, but no, all in all, uh, outside of Wynn getting injured, I thought that no, not too bad. I thought you guys held your own. You were in the game. The offense, obviously, like if let's be real, the offense put up ten points. Yeah, the offense put up ten points. So if you want to look at a negative, that was it. Yeah, the, the fact that they only put up ten points, and this 
this offense that we're, we're accustomed. I mean, they dropped 70. They're constantly dropping 30s and 40s. You know, next week, play against the Patriots. I, I'm pretty sure when I watch and I, and I read through Twitter, everybody predicting the scores, everybody's putting 35, 40. Like, that's just mm -hmm. what you come to expect. And the Eagles have one of the worst pass defenses in the league. So I told you, I think that this game, the Dolphins, if they're going to win, they're going to outscore them. And they only put up 10 offensive points. So against one of the worst the uh, past secondaries in the league, I thought that only putting up 10 points was a negative. But again, all things considered, you guys kind of held your own. So, you know, we'll shout see. Out to w shout out to W. Lua. I think this is the first time that I've seen you in the chat. So definitely th thank you so much for coming by and supporting the Batterfins fan podcast. Great to have you in here. And yeah, it's true. Um, the penalties d definitely derailed our comeback. But like the Back It Up Bench podcast said, um, I don't think we were still in this game. Like we were still in this game. Like Danny, I, Danny was texting me. He was like, well, look, if you guys stop him here, it's going to be a big statement. And I responded to you. What? Nobody's stopping this. The, the brotherly hey, stuff we were talking about. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. We were talking, yeah, yeah. Going for it again and again. And again. It, nobody's stopping it. It's 90. It's a, it's at 92, maybe 93% now after this game. At the end of the day, Danny, I knew at that point, before but like you said oh look they're gonna punt it and i saw the timeout happen i'm like nope here they come here they come because that's what they do they go for it on fourth and one and they get it 93 percent of the time or 92 whatever the numbers are but let me tell you any pause i know we're gonna preview the patriots on thursday any pause with the patriots beating the bills today where you're like hey maybe no. the dolphins can't make no none at all just boom none whatsoever you're playing the home game we are. We are playing at home, and the Patriots don't do well in Miami. Any no. final thoughts about this Sunday night football game before we get out of here? Uh, no. Uh, do you want to talk about this on uh, on Thursday? Do you want to cover the whole what are what's everybody's reaction going to be to the Dolphins losing to the Eagles? Because we said if they lose to the Eagles, here it comes. They've only That's beaten right. teams that were one in five or whatever, and yeah. at this point. The only two good teams that they played, even though I don't know if you consider the Bills good anymore, but right. it, the only two good teams that they played, they've lost to. So you know you're going to hear it now, especially the media that's been hating on the Dolphins all year. Sure. Oh, my God. ESPN tomorrow is going to be unbearable. So what do you think about the Dolphins season so far, seven games in, five and two, and the five wins coming against teams that are all under 500? I think they're all under 500. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. So I, I could only speak for myself now with the media is going to do or any other Dolphin fan. Mm -hmm. If we would have gotten blown out, referees mm -hmm. or not, if we would have gotten blown out, I, I think I would have yeah. been on that bandwagon. I go, maybe we are frauds. Maybe we aren't as good as we thought. Maybe, yeah, maybe we're good enough to pick on the bad teams. But now when we face somebody who's a legitimate Super Bowl contender, they're just going to punch us straight in the mouth. The fact that we kept up with this team through three and a half quarters gives me all the positivity that I need. That outside of some really bad officiating, outside of some <laughs> brotherly shove that is basically unstoppable, outside of that, we kept up with a great team. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm very happy with the way my team performed, and I, I definitely don't think they're frauds. Yeah, I don't think that they're frauds. I just don't take them as Super Bowl contenders like I've been saying for the last couple sure. of weeks. But we, I'm gonna, we, we talked I'm about gonna that. Take a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I spoke too soon. I'm going to take a step back from that. Yeah. I think that you guys are not frauds for the simple fact that you guys are all offense, no defense, right? And I don't mean that yeah. as a disrespect. That, that's just what no. it's been so far this year. No, that's exa and, exactly. And only putting up 10 offensive points this game, you guys were still in it, despite your offense not clicking in this game. 
on yep. the road against the pissed off Philly. And by the way, kudos to Vic Fangio for kind of holding him down the, the Eagles offense for most of the game, because yep. I told you last week that Philadelphia has been complaining about the Eagles coaching staff and how they're not creative. Mm-hmm. They were finally moving some people in motion. They were finally doing a couple of different things. They waited until this game. And I don't want to say that they waited, but they finally changed things up. So it's hard to prepare for a team that you're about to play against when they're finally going to try something new because things haven't been working. So they were pissed off because they lost last week. They were finally moving some people in motion, some shifts. Maybe they didn't do it a lot, but they did do it some. So all things considered, I think that this was a decent showing by the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not one where it's not like the Bills game because I thought the Bills game was bad. This For wasn't sure. like the Bills game. But I am going to take a step back from when I kept saying that you guys are Super Bowl contenders. I still think that you are a playoff team. I still think you probably maybe not probably, but you guys have a great chance of winning the division. But um, I guess we'll find out a lot when we play against the Chiefs. Again, I don't, I don't want to kind of just, you know, fly by the Patriots next week. Right. Because you just never know. Like, obviously, today. But. I think that that next big like opportunity to be like, no, we are a, a serious contender is against the Chiefs in Germany in two weeks. I agree. And listen, this is why this is why when you were saying it, I couldn't jump on board with you yet because I needed to see it against a team like this. I needed to see it that we could go into enemy grounds and punch somebody in the mouth, slap them around a little bit, maybe escape with a three point victory, kind of like how we did against L.A., I wasn't there with you yet. I still, I do think my team is a playoff team. I, I, I picked an AFC championship game this year as far as what m- the ceiling I thought for the Dolphins was going to be. Um, <laughs> am I still feeling that way? We'll see, like you said, after the Kansas City game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm not ready to crown them Super Bowl contenders just yet. No, I can't jump on that bandwagon. I will tell you, um, I think that... Um, you guys, and I'm sorry, I, I just I was trying to figure out how to word this. Yeah, I yeah, know. You you guys need to win the division because you guys need a home game. I felt like the three times that you your defense and your team overall has maybe not looked the best has been in Philly, in Buffalo, and in LA. Yeah. Every game that you've played at home, and now I understand that the competition was inferior, so I guess mm-hmm. the schedule kind of just panned out that way. But on the road, you haven't looked good. On home, you've looked like, great like unbeatable unbeatable right. like no matter who the competition is i don't care if you're playing against the i don't know indiana hoosiers you're not putting up 70 points on them like that that's just that's crazy so at home the dolphins are a different team so i kind of want to see how they do against these teams at home unfortunately the chiefs is also an away game like so um yes i i do think that winning the division is a big deal for the dolphins because if the dolphins can get a home playoff game i think that dolphins can get a home playoff win yeah, I agree with you, buddy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been watching us on YouTube, um, it, it, it's a hell of a it, it was one hell of a loss. Um, it hurts. It's it stings. Um, definitely not happy with it. But again, there's there's more positives, Dolphin fans, to take away from this game than there are negatives. Obviously, the huge negative is the officiating that occurred during this game. But we played a good team and we showed enough during this game where you should take positives away from it. But I appreciate everybody jumping into the chat, engaging with us. And uh, listen, if you're here and you like the show, hit the like button. If you uh, you enjoyed what me and Danny had to brought to brought to you brought to you today on this podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. 
hit the bell so you know when we go live. We usually do post-game reaction shows, and then we also do a Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, preview show of our next opponent. Mm-hmm. So make sure you always uh, come in and to, uh, join us, man. We, we love engaging with you guys. Danny, you want to take us out here? Yeah, uh, like Manny said, if you're listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please hit the five stars, like, subscribe, comment, all that other good stuff on Apple and Spotify. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like and subscribe. And if you join us in the chat, we appreciate you guys. Are always the best part of the show. And as always, until the next one, have a good one. Fins up, y'all.